Well, Corktown is becoming uh, quite the hot spot for future and, and even current uh, EV uh, infrastructure. And now with the IBEW Local 58 expanding uh, their Corktown Detroit headquarters, uh, the Net Zero Energy Center uh, is set to open with a groundbreaking ceremony to project an unveiling of 11,000 square feet of facility to showcase the latest in renewable energy generation, energy storage, EV charging, and educational space. And Jennifer Meffords, the national co-chair of the Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Training Program, and joins us to talk about it. Jen, good to have you. Great to be here. Thanks. Uh, Corktown is is quickly transforming into a, a spot uh, for for EV drivers. But talk to me a little bit about what the IBW Local 58 um, and, and what they're going to be able to do in this new facility. So this is such an interesting addition uh, and really brings in the latest technologies. They began their zero net energy conversion almost 10 years ago and really were groundbreaking at that point in terms of being the first zero net energy facility in really in the country. There were only three at that time. So this 11,000 square foot extension onto their facility allows for a couple of things. It adds, it about doubles the capacity of solar production, energy from solar. Uh, And those are really interesting ground mounted solar arrays. They're big, Chris. You can park eight to 10 cars underneath them. That's how big they are. They're tall. Mm. They stand, uh, you know, high above the ground and they track with the sun. Those are also tied to almost a megawatt of battery energy storage that will actually be part of this new addition. So everything that they produce, they can store and then they can use that energy to power the building to power uh, back into the grid, to feed it into the grid, or to power a lot of the different EV charging stations that they have on site. It's basically a microgrid, and this expansion will make them one of the largest, if not for a period of time, the largest net zero facility in the country. So then how, how does this this facility, um, and, and, and certainly EV charging is, is going to be a big part of this, how does this kind of set the tone or or... Uh, set the stage for what's to come then in the future, uh, even in the near future, on uh, on that front? Yeah, so the facility has, has housed many different types of EV charging stations and really has served as kind of a testing facility for lots of new technologies as they come online. Everything from charging equipment that you or I might use in our home to uh, DC fast charging equipment, Um, You and I talked at the auto show about Electric Fish, which was a product that Mm -hmm. we tested there that could fully charge a vehicle in 10 minutes. So they continue to cycle new technologies in and out of the facility. A company based out of New York called It's Electric really uh, specializes in curbside charging built for the urban environment, which is something in Detroit that we really need to be thinking about because everybody doesn't live in a home with a garage, right? It's It's an urban environment. So they're actually installing a location down at the ZeroNet Energy Center um, to kind of test it out to see how consumers interact with it. The ZeroNet Center also is a Corktown rideshare facility. So they have a small EV that sits on the property that anyone uh, can come onto property. You just really basically swipe a card, Chris, and you take that vehicle out for as long as you want and you bring it back. Mm. I find it so fascinating that this this building you talked about it being basically a, a mini a mini electrical grid. Uh, 
Um, yes, and the ability grid. to, mm-hmm. yeah, the microgrid, sorry, uh, but, yeah. but the ability to store this energy and, and utilize it and discharge it however they see fit. Uh, you can put it over here, put it over there um, yeah. and, and use it as needed, I think is really interesting. And do you see, do you see the future of, of almost any building? I mean, could, is this kind of where it, it could go is you could treat um, any facility like this as long as you have it, it equipped the way that the IBW Local 58 has it equipped with these type of solar systems, with the infrastructure that's inside. Could we see more yeah. of, of these types of facilities popping up? Yeah, we really do in lots of other places around the country. Our neighbors to the south, Ohio, has a lot of battery energy storage and a lot of integration with solar. And really what you always want to be doing is generating energy, storing it, and using it when you want um, or feeding it back into the grid, um, all of those types of things. So this system at the Zero Net Energy Center, interestingly, is on a smart system. It's tied to the National Weather Service. So mm. the solar panels in Mich- you know, we that will rotate, one, follow the sun every day, but two, when it's a super sunny day, it will basically tell the building system to discharge the energy that's been stored, a considerable amount of energy in that system, to be stored either into that building or back into the grid. So the next day, when it's really sunny, they're producing a massive amount of energy that gets fill those batteries back up again. It's a continuous wow. loop, and that cycle just continues over and over. But that's the technology that makes the ROI on a lot of these installations work. Uh, we see battery energy storage involved in lots of different EV charging installations around the country. We're just starting in Michigan, but I think it will definitely track with the rest of the country. Yeah, and and you weren't kidding. I, I'm I'm seeing an overhead view of of the building, and those those solar panels that are basically in the parking lot they are enormous. Uh, they they are They're absolutely enormous. huge. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. The fact that it's in Corktown is great. And, and I think I think you're right. I think we're going to start seeing more and more of these pop up, uh, hopefully a lot more here in the state of Michigan. Uh, Jennifer Mefford, thank you so much. Appreciate the time. And, and if we don't talk, uh, have a have a nice holiday season. You too, Chris. Thanks. Yeah, you got it. That's Jennifer Mefford, the national co-chair of the Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Training Program. Uh, in the meantime, um, the uh, speaking of. Uh, the the uh, weather services. NOAA has produced a new forecast for uh, the rest of this month, January and February. And indicators are pointing to the fact that winter this year is going to be a, a whole lot milder than it has been in years past. And, and Brian, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just me. I feel like the last couple of winters, every winter has been a little more mild than the last. I mean, last year, it was it was rough because we had a couple of those ice storms that caused the, a ton of power outages. Yeah, but in terms of snow totals, they weren't that high. Oh no, we I had didn't... one big storm at the end of the year. It was that thick, heavy, real thick, heavy snow. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't really get hit very hard. And and now Noah's saying that it's going to be it's going to be even milder this year. Yeah, I knew last year we would be mild because. I got my snowblower fixed and it was working properly. Of course. And I had yeah. a feeling this year would be the same because I got it out, started it, it's running perfectly. And the minute it ran and it started right up, I told Bev, not going to be any snow this year. It's running. So we're good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I brought out two shovels 
Because I said the earlier mm-hmm. I bring them out, the less snow I'm going to yeah. get. And we haven't had snow. And we they've been sitting... dusting at our house. About an inch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Uh, so it snowed around Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. yeah. Right after Thanksgiving? Yeah. I think it was like a day or two after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was looking at my ring doorbell at my house uh, because I was in Florida. And I'm like, oh, look at that. Uh, we got a little snow. <laughs> and Tremendous. it was gone by the next day. Yeah. And it was gone by the time we got home. Yep. But perfect. Um, uh, again, it, it seems like it's going to be pretty mild. Yeah. And we're going to get significantly let snow. Now, you go up north. I don't know that they're tracking a more milder winter for up north. Um, I, I think it'll probably be maybe a little less from from what I've seen. Um, but yeah, once you there, get up into really those. They really want it up there. So. Well, they want it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know. Cross-country skiing, we, we talked about it, what, yesterday? Um, all that stuff, I mean, it's it's important. Skiing, snowboarding, tubing, um, it's huge. It's 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 important to the economy. They so, can have our snow. Um, That's okay. They can have ours. They, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, I mean, they make snow up there, too. All that. All that is generally okay. Yeah. But down here, I mean, I'm okay if we have less snow. That's oh, all right with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it looks, it looks like we're going to get less than usual, which... I'm I'm down with. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, we'll talk with Steve Courtney coming up next here on JR Afternoon.